Hello there, everyone. This is Zach Kuntz with the Arlnots. Welcome back to the podcast. I just wanted to give a couple disclaimers today for this episode in which we will be discussing class of 1999. Uh, the first disclaimer is that something happened with my microphone cable and my audio straight up sucks. It's not unsalvageable, but it's not great. So just prepare for that. I still think it's a funny a funny episode. Uh, it's worth listening to. I made that decision after listening to the whole thing a few times, and I was like, okay, this isn't the end of the world. So just keep that in mind. Uh, the second thing is um, it may be a little insensitive uh, to talk about this movie in light of recent events in the States with uh, school violence. That's the sort of theme of the movie. Um, it's a little campier than that. It's not that serious. Um, but, you know, some may not be into that. Uh, at this time, but I decided that the thing is, this it's always a bad time to talk about this stuff because it's always happening in our country because people in power refuse to do anything about it. So, if they're gonna, as long as they refuse to do anything about it, I'm gonna just talk about Class of 1999 because it's a fun, rad movie. And you know, <laughs> if that's all right with you as well, then proceed and enjoy and uh, hope you have a good time. Here we are, everyone. Welcome back to the Arl Knots podcast. This is episode 29, and today we're going to be talking about Class of 1999 with my friend Josh Forbes. What's up, Josh? Hey, hey, everybody. Hello, Internet. Uh, Josh and <laughs> Am I, I supposed to jump in right now, or are you supposed to going to do a background just on me? Steamroll. I already ruined it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, I'll do okay. background. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, Josh. I'm Josh may be one of my longest running friendships i think i don't know i don't know if that's too much for you i think sure. i lose touch with people all the time and i kind of have it with you and we met yeah i mean at least, least 20 at least uh, Is it 20 years ago at least, at least longitudinally as they would say in science <laughs> yeah uh yeah yeah i've known you for a long ass time uh um, yeah, we met at film yeah, school since, back since in college film school. you introduced me to 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 such things as uh you know, dolomite, uh, human tornado, yeah. and other such. I hit you things. with the. You hit me with Fred Willard, and I hit you with black exploitation. That was our. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think it was a fair exchange. I think we both benefited from. Yeah. I got like uh, Christopher Guest style mockumentary comedies, right. and uh, I'm not sure what the I, value of what I gave you is, but it's it's, oh, it's in no, your heart. It's just, so that's where it, it's just the greatest. Yeah, I, human tornado, man. You can't. But we made it out. We Let's, made it out of film school. We made it out. And, and we, uh, we're all doing our own weird things. You probably are more successful of like a filmmaker, I would say, than mm-hmm. anyone else that came out of there. I, maybe yeah, maybe I I'm next. I don't know what anybody else was up <laughs> yeah. to from that. It's like it goes from like person who made an actual film and then the next step is like YouTuber. And then after that, <laughs> it's just, I don't know. Why. Actually, the guy that's more successful than both of us is uh, um, the guy Devendra, who was a sound guy. He was... He was the one guy who de- who decided to like check his ego and just like learn an actual usable skill. <laughs> yeah, that's what we were all trying to be auteurs, and he, yeah, yeah. Everyone in that school is like, "I am going to be Quentin Tarantino." Like that is why yeah. I'm here. That's that's my future, and you can't stop me. And now we're all like, you know, running camera B at the Denver Broncos game or something like that. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. What do you, you you've been up to? Some shit. Yeah. Tell us real quick. Uh, like yeah, what, I mean, so, so yeah, since film school, like, yeah, I, I, I went on to become a, a, a moderately <laughs> successful uh, music video director um, and commercial director and uh, done some movies. I just did a, a, 
just did a movie called Destroy All Neighbors with uh, Alex Winter from Bill and Ted fame. Uh, he's the one that's not John Wick um, and John <laughs> Ray and Thomas Lennon and um, all, all sorts of great people. Um, so I did that. It's like a horror comedy. Uh, before that, I did a movie called Contracted Phase Two, um, which is the uh, which is the, the, the long-awaited sequel that nobody asked for. Uh, although I do have people constantly asking me, like, when's the third one coming out? And I'm like, I don't. Yeah, I, I bet if you went that. to a horror convention, you could like set up a booth and people would. Like, you know, <laughs> I probably could. I would yeah. The shit. Yeah. Yeah. Horror fans um, are very. Are very grateful they, they, they love yeah it. which is what i love which is what i love about horror so much like i don't know when it was like i always like kind of danced around horror and weird movies and stuff but like you know maybe last like 15 10 15 years or 20 years or something like i've been diving more into horror but it's because it's for for that reason like and even the reason why we're talking about this movie today when we get to it is like <laughs> these movies endure you know what i mean like there aren't you don't yeah. have um you know a bridget jones uh convention or whatever <laughs> but there's not you know there's not hugh there's no hugh grant con or whatever yeah um you should yeah once he's sure done you, a movie it's like yeah there's it's over yeah there's no but it's like there are certain types of movies that connect with certain types of people uh mm -hmm. where they just you know whatever they like the they have the, the fandom lives on and like these movies um i don't know play a big part of, the, of their lives and I, I like i i i feel that way and i and i also love um that that's how the horror world works you know um, oh yeah so when's, uh, that movie and you know anything else when's your make? when's yeah. what's the uh, projected release so on it it will it officially comes out in october i believe oh, um so it's we're doing it. We did it with Shutter, and so um, so that's the idea. Is kind of like a Halloweenish sort of release. But before that, the plan is to do, um, you know, we're trying to get into some festivals and hopefully Fantastic Fest and Beyond Fest here in LA. And I don't know. Fingers fingers crossed. It's a really funny. It's a really funny, gross, crazy movie with heart and blah blah blah. But I I, I my my nose is so pressed up against the painting i don't i can't even tell what it is anymore but i, I, <laughs> I have yeah. you know if the, i just i know one thing like if this movie came out and i didn't make it i would be very jealous uh right <laughs> which i don't even know what that means well you do it I, all the time yeah. a great movie comes out that you like and you're like i wish i, I i'm miserable that i am not the one who yeah this movie I love it <laughs> so i do know that from, from coming from you that's a relatable like i get it i get what you're saying yeah it's, uh, but it's oh, also you know it's like it's 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 funny how you know, there are certain things you obsess over. Um, like, uh, like, like, here's an example. Like, um, I got to meet like Barbara Crampton and Barb, but like, yeah. good lord, that's my <laughs> kid. I'm not even here. But like, you know, I got to meet Barbara Crampton, and she's awesome. And you know, she messages me on online or whatever, and it's like so cool. But it's like, wow, like if I can, if I could make that dream come true, maybe I should have set my sights a lot. <laughs> a little higher yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> Jeffrey Combs or, next time. That's the, yeah. Or in addition to that, it's like, I don't know, yeah. figure out how to like um, save money. You know, yeah. yeah but, you um, and I kind of have the same mental uh, yeah. hurdle, I think, which is that ah, nobody wants to hear this shit, you know, like we undervalue <laughs> right. ourselves in a lot of weird ways. Like, uh, 
no it's it's great and then yeah yeah and then to toot our own you know to toot our own horn like you you know you know you and i have been writing something that hopefully will be my next movie that uh yeah you know it's, that, 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 that ties in with what we're going to talk about as well yeah yeah and i'm i'm <laughs> I'm, I'm really pushing this one as like uh this will be a big leap for neurodivergent people because Josh and I both yeah. suffer from about the same levels of ADHD. So writing the script <laughs> yeah. together, like the fact that we are almost done with it is like yeah. kind of an actual miracle. Like it's yeah. the amount of st- stuff we talk about besides the thing we're supposed to be working on. It's like, there's no reality where you, if somebody was like designing society oh, yeah. And they're yeah. like, what? And they did partner two people up to work on this big important project. Who are you going to pair? It would never be us, like ever. No. Like, These guys are just going to play why. with toys the whole time. There's, yeah. So There's it'll a reason be a big why I, win I was, for. Yeah, I think we were both the kids that were separated a lot. Uh, always, yeah. Zach, stop talking. Like I got that. Yeah, my my report card was always like, great kid, smart. He's can't sit still, talks too much. Like those were always my notes. <laughs> can't sit still, talks too much. Every fucking report card every year. Uh, so yeah, class of 1999. This is um, this is a 1990 film, which is surprising to me. I thought it would be a little bit earlier. I thought maybe like I would have said 85 or something, but it's in my favorite genre of film, which is that a film that takes place in a future that has already come and gone for us. <laughs> like, yeah, 1999 was right. so long ago, but it was. 10 years into the future for these guys. And uh, right. it, it kind of goes down the battle Royale route where teenagers mm-hmm. are so unruly that they're, they're dangerous. Like the government has labeled them dangerous. The difference yeah. is though in battle Royale, they're like, listen, the system let these kids down. There is no future. These kids know it. And so there's no, they have no incentive to be good. This movie does yeah. not do that work. It just says teenagers no. are violent. They're scary on a long enough timeline. They'll all join a gang. And uh, those gangs now control large sectors of Seattle. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it's like all over the country, but like Seattle's where we, we focus the movie. Right. Uh, it was basically these DMZs across the country that the police won't even go into. And a DMZs? lot of the schools. Well, they're, they're called free fire zones in, in this. Movie, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Cause I think it's not allowed for a second. Oh no. DMZ. Yeah. yeah. Like the, yeah, the yeah, yeah. zones. But uh, yeah, and that's where most of the schools are. So uh, this movie came out like in the height of sort of like the the, the gangster rap Christ like panic, I yes. think. So this is maybe a response to that where it doesn't address any of the sort of economic reasons why there was a rise in gang activity, including like maybe the funneling of crack cocaine into these lower <laughs> class neighborhoods uh-huh. by the government. It's no one's fault <laughs> right. that these gangs rise up in this movie other than just the teens themselves like they're just bad people um, <laughs> right. the department of education defense has been formed and they've taken on a contract uh-huh. with mega tech i think or mega corp or something rad like yeah that. and uh they're gonna start sending military robot teachers to teach these classes to keep these kids in line uh, right that's, uh, that's so that's one thing set up that's yeah the, yeah, so it's like it's like crazy kind of like uh, escape from New York ish world, but um, but kids have to go to school still. <laughs> yeah, and they're all like just they just do it. <laughs> they just go. Yeah, they, they like begrudgingly like all right, man, you know. Yeah, and they always have like, um, you know, they have to go through the metal detector, which I'm I imagine at the time was shocking. Like, 
yeah. that, that's the thing like living in uh you know the future it's hard to know yeah. what they what things were just missing we're like oh yeah that's normal now you know yeah yeah totally um, normal like a metal detector that when my brother went to high school you know yeah a decade ago <laughs> you had to go metal that was that but was i just totally thought it was normal. so funny the 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 setup is so strange. I mean, you know, <laughs> the rest of the movie is is also strange. But it's like, I, <laughs> like these. It's like kids are just roaming the and they're primarily white kids. Um, yeah, Seattle. Yeah, Seattle. They got yeah, that part right. Guys yeah. speak Spanish. Yeah. Um, yeah but it's gang. like, so it's like you know. So imagine you know uh, gangs, right? But they all dress like. Um, <laughs> like they're like they do show tunes or something like um well yeah so we got two gangs we've got uh yeah. the black hearts and the and the razor heads uh yeah, our, our main heroes in the black hearts and they sort yeah. of have all the the aesthetic flair of like an old axel rose like they all wear like yeah. big flowing scarves and and you know tight pants and jean uh-huh. jackets or top hats like they're all very glam rock and uh, right. it's not scary at all. They all look like no. they all look like if on their own, they would be getting picked on by other. Oh, right. Right. Yeah, there was, right. If there was just but, one guy with a purple yeah. bandana and like a uh, My Chemical Romance, like uh, yeah. multi button like jacket on, you know? like the parade conductor jacket. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly. And they all have, and they all have like weird tights, like like the, the wardrobe department oh. got a a fucking killer yeah. deal from LuLaRoe or something like that. It was, there's one dude who's wearing some long johns or something and they just, yeah, they keep showing his junk or you know, whatever junk he has. Yeah. Like, they, like, I think you're probably talking <laughs> like, to him about the leader of the razor heads, right? Cause he's, that's right. Yeah. He's, he actually he's like grabs it one time in an attempt to <laughs> yeah, he does. intimidate. Graham Greer. Uh, yeah. So that's the razor heads. <laughs> They're more like punk rock. Like, so the, the, the black hearts are glam rock versus punk okay, rock. Yeah. They got, Razorheads got like the spikes on their jackets and you know darker right. colors, less less purples than the black hearts. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, purple is a pretty weird game color. But you know, go for yeah. And these Steve guys Harvey uh, could definitely they just, fit it, be their leader. He, yeah. he could work it, yeah. But they uh, <laughs> they all just control different sectors of Seattle and just with no yeah. real purpose or gain or gain to it. You know, they're just mm-hmm. so our our lead guy Cody gets out of um that's and which is part of the program apparently like they they're releasing the most dangerous criminals back into school as in an effort to show how effective the program is Um, Mm -hmm. this is another weird sort of bad subtext or message where cody culp the the leader gets out of jail and starts going to school and he's like reformed he gets out of jail. Mm-hmm. He's still a badass, but he's like, I'm I'm ready to learn, punk. You know, he's got this mm-hmm. young Clint Eastwood thing that he's got going on. Yeah. But he's all yeah. about school. Like he's he's re- rejecting his former gang members like companionship and his uh little brother who just wants to be a gang banger like him is like disappointed in him, but he just he doesn't care. I gotta go to school. Like yeah, so right. he's, in this yeah, movie, the prison his... system works and like it reformed him. So he gets out and he's like trying to be better. <laughs> so, yeah, that's true. So, yeah. Like he sees their drugs power. and he throws it out the window and yeah. yeah. Exchange, bro. Like uh, all of his friends are just falling <laughs> apart. He gets, he goes, home and his mom is like a, a drug maniac and she's not even, doesn't even care he's there. And he's just, he's. That's know, the most, that he, might be the most powerful, like slash realistic 
slash moving part of the movie. Like, yeah, he's trying to drink a part, beer, and he's like, "You're all pathetic," and he like chucks yeah. his beer against the wall. And they just, but she's are like, un- they're not us. They're like, okay, cool. Well, anyway, drugs. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, well, because because she has a reaction. One of them's doing drugs or whatever, and she's like freaking out. And you you think, oh, she's just being a good mom and trying to stop him from doing the drugs. And then he's like, yeah. she like you realize that she she's wants like, it for drugs. herself. Yeah. He's like, go get your and own. She drugs. has her mind. She's kind of like she's she's like pretty, but she's like kind of worn. Out. I don't know. It's like it's there's a whole other movie. That you could just make off of that mom, it would be very sad. Uh, but um, this this guy, this guy, uh, Cody, what is his name? Cody Culp. Um, Cody Culp, yeah. Cody Culp, and he but he's played with this guy Bradley Gregg with two G's because yeah. that's the way to do it. Gregg. But he yeah. like he basically his acting style is he's basically both Corys at the same time. Like yes, he's like, absolutely. He looks, Holy shit! Looks like Corey Haim, but he has the like edgy voice of Corey Feldman. Yeah, um, you know. that's perfect. This guy, he's been yeah. in a movie with, with, he was in Stand By yeah. Me. He was one of Sutherland's thugs. He was in Explorers. Um, um, yeah. I mean, I don't know what. In, I just watched yeah. Last Crusade. He was in that too. At the beginning montage with River Phoenix. Um, yeah. He was one of the the, the, the proto Indiana Jones's like henchmen. Oh, yeah. The, the young Indiana Jones portion. So he's like done some stuff. You know, he's he's been around. This is his big leading role though. This was a, uh, his, his big moment and uh i i would argue he did really well with yeah he <laughs> with did he really well well you're saying he did or did not he did no i really liked yeah Bradley greg's character yeah i think i think he did as good as he could do <laughs> yeah. this is being an asshole no he, he i think he i think he did great but like it's it's weird because this could have i feel like this could be like a career maker like if yeah you know um or a career destroyer i don't know did you? I. It's, so it's, this is dumb. But I didn't realize that there was that this is a sequel. Have you seen Class of 1984? I I never saw the Class of 1984. I knew it was a sequel, but in my mind, this was always the these the sort of original. It's just, Class of 84 has Michael J. Fox in it, and was written by what? Uh, yeah, it was written by Tom Holland, or a story by Tom Holland of uh, Fright Night. Tom you know, Holland Childhood. is that the yeah. Yeah, not Spider Man, but like the original. <laughs> right, the only or Tom Holland I care about. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That, um, um, who did this one? This was uh, I, I saw the writer was Mark, the guy who did uh, oh Mark Lester from Commando. That's yeah, dude, that's hilarious because you were like, let's do Commando, and I was like, how about this other random movie that I'm just totally unrelated? Yeah. It's they were both <laughs> Lester movies. That's, that's amazing. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting. So I, I, I watched a um, an interview of him. I think it was like after it was some some other movie. It was like really early on. It's a really funny, ridiculous interview that uh, everybody should look up on the internet. But um, it's okay. So so when I watch these movies, I I'm always thinking that they don't know they're in on the joke. Like I just that was right. since I was a kid, I was like, oh how funny these people thought they were making a good movie and they didn't and ha ha ha. But like, yeah. no, this guy's totally in on the joke. Like his whole thing yeah. is that like he even proclaims it in the interview that he he likes to take a he'll take a genre and then turn it on his head. But just like go <laughs> full, full blast. Like because I watched because watching Commando recently, I hadn't seen it since I was a kid. It's like the most over the top. Like it feels like a parody. Yeah. You know, um, and this movie also kind of feels 
it's right on the edge of a parody to me. Like, um, I mean, especially towards There's the definitely, end. Yeah. Towards the end, it's like fucking hilarious. So what I love about this movie is that, so every once in a while, I'll think about like movies that made it that maybe shouldn't have like, and, and the yeah. Terminator is one that sort of hovers in that zone. And by, oh, sure. by that, I mean that it's, we all know it as the Terminator. Now that means something to us culturally. That's a big, it's a big title. Um, Terminator two is like one of the biggest movies ever made, but yeah. just when it came out in 1980, we barely knew who Arnold Schwarzenegger was. We did not know uh-huh. who James Cameron was. We saw the Terminator. Like that right. sounds like, class of 1999 um so it right. just it like it just but some there's something about it that clearly separated it from everything else like there was just a level of craft in it that was like oh this is not just another cheesy sci-fi movie this is something great and to see class of 1999 sort of try to live in that same space but not quite make it is just really endearing yeah. to me like they if like yeah. the cover of it full-blown has like a half-faced like exposed skull Terminator thing yeah. going on. And, and there's like this, not to jump ahead too far, but towards the end, there's this definitely showdown where a machine is like crawling after them with most of his like you know, skeleton exposed. Like they do a lot of the yeah. exact same tricks, but it looks like the Chuck E. Cheese version of it. And you're like, Oh, that's yeah. what makes Terminator different. Like that, <laughs> right. that machine was scary. Like the, 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 the T1, the T800 was scary. This is like, this is yeah. cute and kind of a, in a creepy way. And uh, I mean, there's just something so, so much well done about it too, though. Yeah, there's so much that's well done. And the, and he's pulling from a lot of fun references, I think. Like, I feel like a lot a lot of the references are kind of like, you know, maybe worn on worn on its sleeve. Not unlike yeah. all the <laughs> bangles and, and spikes on their sleeve. <laughs> but like... Various accessories, yeah. Yeah, because it's clearly, it's like... Um, uh, it, it feels like over the edge a little bit. It feels like, you know, escape from New York, uh, you know, that sort of thing. A little yeah. bit of Mad Max, you know, a lot of Terminator, um, you know, but it's, it's, but there, it's all great flavors, it, you know, some black exploitation, you know, sprinkled yeah. in. Um, it's a really, I mean, I'm, it's, I'm kind of shocked that I hadn't seen it. Um, uh, me too. I, you told me you hadn't yeah. seen it. I just was like, dude, I am jealous that you get to watch this for the first time. <laughs> but it's because there's like a whole subgenre of like teacher school movies and stuff that I just never got into. Like, I've yeah, never it was like seen... the substitute with Tom Berenger. Yeah, like, Tom Be- yeah. Like, I just haven't. Uh, I... Like, Dangerous Minds. Like, even like on a bigger budget, there's always that teacher versus right. the school. Like, if the students are the problem, it's like as an adult, you're like. Oh yeah, no. There's this is like way sadder and deeper than <laughs> these movies depict. Right. Like these kids never had a chance. Like it's it's not up to them to like <laughs> to to better the situation. Like the system has failed them <laughs> all the way. I mean, the closest I got was maybe watching um, John Lovitz in High School High. Oh, uh, that was high, yeah. That was a That's big one stuff. for me. <laughs> yeah. the, the pre-scream uh, or scary yeah. movies like. Yeah, like when just had a, barely he, pre-scary movie. I think that was. Yeah, I mean, it was a Zucker. It was like one. It was a single Zucker brother mm-hmm. sort of situation. But um, when you're, yeah, I just never got. Guys. You know, it's 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 tough because like this this movie, uh, you know, has uh people turning into robots with robot gun arms. You know, spoiler alert. Yeah. But like, <laughs> if I had known that, if that was on the cover, I would have seen it. 
a hundred times. Like there's this, there's various yeah. covers for this, and not a single one of them properly, yeah, informs you of what to expect. They're all bad right. covers. The best yeah. one is the German one, which is usually the case, but it's got <laughs> yeah. uh, Pam Greer's version, but she's like holding a gun. Like it's just nothing uh-huh. in it is honest. I class right. on 1999. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. That's um, the raddest cover of all of them, but none of them give you any insight into what right to now. expect. Um, let's talk, let's talk about Pam Greer for a second here. Like, yeah, well, let's talk about the okay, teachers. So you, yeah. we, can, we can kind of break. Oh, sure, sure, down. sure. So Pam yeah. Greer is one, there's three teachers that they introduce yeah. as uh, new teachers that are going to bring law and order back to the schools, you know, and take and bring education back uh, mm-hmm. to fight against the gangs. And Pam Greer's teacher, um, is the chemistry teacher. She's brought in to teach science, uh, Miss Connors. Yeah. 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 Um, Miss Connors is Mr. Bryles, yeah. the PE teacher, and then there's Mr. Harden, who's the the English history teacher. So, right, right. Anyway, yeah, go ahead. Oh, but she, it's, it's. I mean, I will say, I mean, she's she's awesome in the movie. Like she's awesome in everything. Um, but I I feel like Mark Lester didn't really know what to do with her. Like, yeah, it's just interesting. Like, or or maybe if, this feels like a movie where a lot, like some people took a lot of initiative. Uh, and and some were kind of like you know holding back. Like Stacy Keach's character is, I mean, maybe it's a whole <laughs> other like podcast. Like his character is fucking amazing. Dude, like he, apparently, he a, I watched a video recently that kind of mm-hmm. broke down like how what behind the scenes. I think he brought all of that to the table. Like the the, the contact yeah. lenses. The, so he's like this crazy looking sci fi villain. He's a he's the scientist behind the robot teacher program. Yeah. He's got this like no white rat tail with a flat top and like yeah. piercing completely white milky white contact lenses. So he's like the he looks the outrageous. Like, yeah, and he just but he's, drinks but he's milk a guy. And he's yeah, <laughs> that's what you I know mean, he's like, mad because he drinks milk. He drinks full glasses of milk at a bar. Yeah, and then he eats bananas. Total asshole. So you're like this guy. He's a bad dude, man. Not, he's not good people. That's, that's what I mean. It's just like. Having worked with actors uh, on myself, uh, you know, when you have actors who like get an idea in their head and they just push for it hardcore. And, you know, if you're too chicken shit like I am often uh, to push back, then you end up with, I mean, in this case, you know, a win, which is a guy in a pure white mullet flat top with like laser eyes. And a porn stash, like just sucking on bananas the whole time, like just he's just incredible. Like the sound then, man was disgusting too. He like he took yeah. a bite of that banana and like crunches and like it's a squishy crunch. And I'm like, bro, sound guy, <laughs> give us a break. That was the nastiest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Especially because because it, it's Stacy Keach. Like Stacy Keach is a guy who like you know look him up. You've seen him. You know who he is. He's like he's like he's like a, he's like a, a, in every cowboy movie. He's just like a very like you know kind of masculine man's man like you know yeah he was in he was in the show the, he was mike hammer in uh yeah <laughs> uh, whatever you know like he's that kind of guy but then in this he's just like this i don't know he looks like david bowie's dad or something he's never it's never clear what he wants either no he's just he just loves chaos but then, then you have pam greer <laughs> and pam greer is just kind of, like there, there's moments where she's just literally standing there like doing nothing and yeah. you know god love her like she's probably just hey you tell me you give me some direction and i'll do it 
Whereas, uh, you know, Stacy Keats is like, no, I'm, I'm driving this ship, but she, um, but I did love when she, the first time that she like beats up a student, um, right. It's pretty, it's pretty, she's got that cool speech. She's like, I need you to be cool. This is pre pulp fiction. Like everybody be cool. Like he probably stole it from this movie. If I, if I had to guess, cause that's what he does. Yeah. Um, so there is, a, so we could talk about that. There's a weird escalation. So these teachers are like, they're robots. So, you, you know, they can handle themselves. They're yeah. clearly, I don't think it was, we're, we were supposed to know this right away, but they're clearly like repurposed military, like combat yeah. droids. But I, and I, I was yeah. rewatching it. I was like, wait a minute, were we not supposed to know that? Because clearly that's what this is. Like it's the Department right. of Educational Defense. Like they're, this is military operations. So but uh, they're all brought in because they're robots and they should be able to handle themselves. But like day one, all these badass kids are doing their, you know, their usual mm-hmm. gang related activities and shenanigans and being pains in the asses. And each one of these teachers has a, a showcase where they, they, they put the, the, they, you know, put the law down on these kids and it's always physical. Like Pam Greer's right. dealing with uh some people trying to shake down a nerd and she just walks up and gives them like everybody be cool. Like if you can't be cool, well, that's yeah. not very cool. You know, like she does and she just <laughs> destroys them. Like she shoves one to the ground and then she just drives the heel of her shoe into the foot of poor Hector, yeah. which is, I like this reoccurring thing. Hector is the, the leader of the, you know, the razor heads, mm-hmm. which is the, the mm-hmm. opposition gang from our main character. They clearly mm-hmm. her, Hector and Cody have like a past. They used to be friends, but now they're on separate gangs and they hate each other. Hector just takes L's whole movie. So right away we saw Cody drive through their neighborhood, which was a, a a faux pas apparently. And so they, there's a car chase, which is pretty hilarious because it's like this burnt out Seattle suburb. And they're just like driving these or like sort of like Mad Max style hybrid, like Cadillacs with like a turret in the back, like a a gunner seat. And yeah. and then Hector flips his truck and he ends up fucked up. So now Hector's like in school limping around because he got in a car accident. He's probably concussed <laughs> and he's shaking down this nerd for his money. And then Pam Greer just stabs the top of his foot. So then he's limping <laughs> around by the next class. Like, so these, these L's that Hector are taking are like stacking up, like from class to class. And it's just, he just keeps getting his ass beat. And then later, like one of his boys tries to like sexually assault the principal's daughter who is uh-huh. Cody's love interest. Cody yeah. kicks fucking Hector's ass in that scene too. This is all within like a <laughs> hour period. And it's like, at this point you're kind of like, damn Hector, maybe the gang life ain't for you. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. how did you become the leader of this group? <laughs> like Razorhead's looking kind of soft right now. Yeah. With your little <laughs> jester pants, you know, with your fucking yeah. dick hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, these, these teachers escalate this, this. By the next class, you get Mr. Harden. Who's the English professor. Who's like, I yeah. loved him too. He was a complete psychopath, which Oh, he yeah. does. He has like weird eye twitches and like he does a lot yeah. of like animated things with his eyes that are really great. But, you know, you know, they wanted, you know, they wanted Terrence Stamp, but like couldn't get it. Right. So they. Oh, yeah. This is, <laughs> the only other thing I've seen this guy in was the uh, the Taekwondo drama. Best of the best. <laughs> starring oh, Aaron yeah. Roberts and James. Of course. Uh, this guy was basically the owner of the U.S. karate team. That's a uh-huh. fucking great movie. Yeah, he was in that. And that's all I've seen him in. Um, so he, two gang members start fighting one of Hector's boys and then one of Cody's friends and Mr. Harden stands up, drags them both up by yeah. the collar to the front desk and then just proceeds oh, to the- robo spank them. And it's, yeah, this is the, that's the greatest scene. Yeah. 
Yeah. He's just like, he has like this kind of sped up turbo hand thing going on with this like totally, he's got, and he doesn't break eye contact with the rest of the class. No. Like it's so fucking creepy. Like he does a great job of it. He just hurls him to the ground when he's done. He just like yeah. flips him and picks the next one up and who he was standing on the whole time. So he couldn't get away. And it's just like, okay, that's a little bit more extreme than what Pam Grew did. She stabbed a guy. Like that's right. Um, they all sit down. They're all ready to learn, you know, and it's, uh, yeah. It's so far so good. Like, okay, that's extreme, but these are armed felons that are, you know, that you have to get yeah. under control. So, okay, fair enough. And then, they, they, like, I, I actually like saved that clip. Like, I went and found it on YouTube <laughs> and saved it to show people. Like, that is so. Like, I and, and even the clip like starts in the beginning of the class, and it's like, no, like you need just him grabbing a guy and putting him over his. He, he's the way he spanks. And just dead eye stares is so fun. I actually showed it to my kid. I was like, "This is what I'm gonna do do to you." Like, if you don't, I literally, I did show. Him I'm that. gonna turbo spank you until your yeah. nose bleeds. But then he like, yeah. I think he like, yeah, the guy's like bleeding everywhere. Like, I think that I may have just been from fighting each other. But I loved that. Yeah, the, the, maybe the spanking caused that. Like he was, just <laughs> yeah, like I love just blood coming out um, of his nose or something. So that's the end of day one. So then day two happens and they're <laughs> yeah. like back in class. And then we get, you know, the the principal's daughters. She, she likes a bad boy, you know, she's, she's into sure. it. So, and Cody seems the most approachable. So she's kind of, yeah. you know, spitting game at Cody Culp. And um, she yeah. recognizes that he's, he's different than the other gangsters. So, so uh-huh. he's already got the principal's daughter sort of like on his radar. And one of Hector's gang friends tries to, you know, sexually, he does sexually assault her. He doesn't. Oh her. yeah. Oh Yeah. Which is something, which is a, which is something that I that I enjoy in all these films. Um, Just, I mean, I don't enjoy, uh, you know, uh, caveat. uh, I'm gonna give you a uh, chance to clear your name here. This is this is not a great start. (laughs) No, no, no. But I just think it's such a it's such a preposterous. Maybe this was a thing that happened in the '80s. I'm just like uh, not aware of it. But it's like it happens in these movies all the time. Where they just like grab a girl and just like run her into an alleyway or something, and it's yeah. and there's like never any real plan. It's just a lot of like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like and they're just groping, <laughs> like just super groping, yeah. But this um, guy, instead of instead of take, you know, the smart move, he he takes her, he takes her like around the corner, but like next to a a, a fence where like everybody can see what's happening, like. Yeah. The weirdest, most awful thing to do at school, like even in a school full of gang, like yeah, <laughs> whatever space. And like nobody at any point was like, "Dude, too far!" Like that's yeah, seriously. Uh, I think only like, Cody does it. Yeah, and Cody runs <laughs> over and just, just kicks the shit out of this guy. Hector jumps in, he beats it. It's Hector's third L in in twenty four hours. <laughs> yeah, um, and then and then we meet Mister Bryles, who's the PE teacher robot. <laughs> He uh, right. <laughs> just just instantly full Nelson's culp. And he's like, you're coming with me, mm-hmm. culp. This is uh, Patrick Kilpatrick. I love this dude. He's always in like, yeah. a, a henchman in movies. He kind of looks like Randy Couture from the UFC. Um, yeah. But he's always he a definitely... great like, thug in, in action movies. Like, in this one, there's definitely something going on with his hair. Like... You know, yeah, he's got like a piece it, on, or he's got some kind of fangs. He keeps he keeps combing it forward to like kind of fool us or whatever, and it's like yeah. just I don't know, just be who you are. Let man. it go, man. Just yeah. let it he go. He's now. If you look at his IMDb page, he's full. Yeah, he's a ball, and he looks he's fucking wonderful. terrifying. Yeah, now. Yeah, he's, he um, looks like uh, he would just stab you to a million pieces. 
Exactly. Um, so he, uh, he it is. It's he, weird. It's weird to think too. Sorry, real fast is like, uh, like, I don't think they really put much thought into like how their program, like, what the programming of these robots is. Because like, well, that's what's crazy. That's because that's like yeah. you get day two, and it's like okay, so that, like you beat a couple guys and you establish dominance, and then you they learn right. But it's like no, yeah. they just keep escalating. So, but this is day two. We meet Coach Bryles. He drags Cody gets disciplined a little bit for beating the crap out of that kid, but he's it's all good because he saved the principal's daughter. And then Miles yeah. is like, "Let's go to gym class now." And he's torturing a kid. He's like making him do a hundred pushups or something. And he's uh-huh. like snapping his fingers. And it's like you were supposed to be making like laughing at this nerd, this loser who can't do like pushups. But then he's like, "Next time I'll get two hundred out of you." And it's like, "Wait, how many did he do?" Because like I don't care how fucking strong you are, like a hundred pushups will get anybody. Like this. Yeah, uh, and then he then he makes Culp stay because you know Culp is one of the. It's established at the beginning that he's one of the the dangerous ones because he just got out of prison, right. but he's right. Uh, he's going to teach him a lesson, so he just starts. He hits him with the fucking sickest fireman's carry I've ever seen, and just like starts beating <laughs> his ass like no questions. <laughs> and it's like a robot beat down. You know, a lot of times yeah. in movies like this, you're like, isn't like yeah, he's got human flesh, but that's still a robot under there. Wouldn't that hurt? The sound guy yeah. has got you covered. The sound guy made these <laughs> cartoonish fucking metal slams every time yeah. he just like forearms chopped Cody in the ribs and it's like clang, clang, clang. And it's like, whoa, dude, this is a for real robot beatdown. Like he's not holding back on Culp and he's just like, you need to learn discipline. Like it's right. And so the guy that he made fun of for not being able to do pushups comes back with a gun. He's high as mm-hmm. shit. And so without any hesitation, Mr. Bryles takes the gun and just snaps his fucking neck. Like they always did in the nineties. You know, you just turn their head to yeah. the side real fast. Oh yeah. Dead. <laughs> yeah that's you're right that was like the best like an 80s and 90s yeah i just i figured as a kid like if i just looked in a direction too quickly yeah. I you were dead yeah if you just <laughs> if you just like slept on your head neck wrong you were gonna die you weren't yeah yeah that. that makes that everything was about neck injury like you can't if you yeah. spin on your head as a break dancer you're gonna break your neck like yeah yeah just i love that um, just grab by the chin and then just make them look over their shoulder really fast dead right like necks, necks, the most vulnerable foreheads, the most powerful, you know what yeah. I mean? Like a forehead you could headbutt, And like, yeah. that always baffled me as a kid where I'm like, wait, you're just, they're both heads are hitting heads, but one guy's like crying and the other guy's like the hero. I don't know. I mean, That's you're, a, you're more I mean, of a in, in real life. Yeah. Like the forehead actually is very. It is the strongest yeah. bone in the body because it's protecting the brain. It's like the most sensitive yeah. part. So if you just like punch somebody directly in the forehead, like you're going to break your hand. So yeah. the idea behind a headbutt is you use your forehead to hit a softer part of their face, like like the nose or something like that. Yeah. If you go forehead to forehead, then it's just like goats. You know, it's like who's going to win this completely level playing field attack? You know, mm-hmm. that's yeah. It wasn't it wasn't until later that I figured out that like yeah, oh, you're hitting the nose. But to me, I just always yeah, was yeah. like yeah, how come? How come if I, if somebody turns their head too quickly, they die. But then if you can just bang your head on another guy's head and yeah. like you're the victim, you won't it just die. made no yeah. sense. Um, it but shows that, how, this, how, this uh, the, yeah, skill there was. How much you've yeah. never headbutted or been headbutted apparently. Like, That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same as any other thing. You like bump heads with somebody on accident. You both just look at each other, just fucking furiously rub that spot. You're like, ah, oh, yeah. Both just, yeah. Oh, you hate it. Yeah. Another funny thing. This is, you know, this is just another jump, a little tangent, but like what's funny about the movie too, is that like 
the geography is not that defined. Like it, it starts out with this like super serious, you know, escape from New York, like a map and like the world's gone to shit and this is, you know, this is the demilitarized zone yeah. or whatever. Um, no cops are coming in here, but then like, they'll just roam around like suburban Seattle. Like, yeah. Like to like townhomes and, like, and stuff like there's that. There's like grass. Yeah. There's, yeah. and they go to like the, uh, the nice part of town and it's just like a pretty fairly modern for the time. Condom, yeah. Condominium uh, area. Yeah. It's, uh, so it's like, where is this like apocalyptic hood at? Like that's right. And you know, you know I, that like you, you know, anytime somebody brought that up, they'd go, well, you know, I mean, the inner city, you know, we already have things that look like this, you know, it's yeah. like Chicago, for your movie, it's weird. You heard of a little place called Chicago. Um, right. This, cause, cause in their world, the, you're like, how do they get clean water? Where they eat it? Yeah. Like all like, they doesn't look, you know, like they're going to forage for food or whatever. And then, and yeah, but then it's like you turn the camera around the other way, and it's like, "Honey, clean you know, it. yeah, pick up your lunch or whatever." Yeah, That's so crazy. Well, they had uh, apparently they had the run of a, a abandoned neighborhood and and a school. Uh-huh. That school was part yeah. of that neighborhood, and the town was just like, "We're going to fix this up in like two weeks. You have two weeks to do whatever the fuck you want." So they were like, during that car chase through the neighborhood. There's explosions yeah. back there. They were just using dynamite. They were just blowing shit up. Like there was like that's amazing. You're like, okay, I guess we get to just blow up this school. <laughs> like they were they drove a fucking bus through the front door. Like all of the stuff you uh-huh. see was all practical because they had just carte blanche to just do whatever they wanted to this neighborhood. Like they got so wait, lucky explain that to this. me about the school because because yeah, we will get to it. But like some shit goes down at the school and, and, and this is, this ain't CG, you know, it's like, There's, yeah, it's they're, they're riding motorcycles through the school. They're, they drive yeah. a bus through it. They're like, all bets are off on the, on this final showdown. And it's amazing. They all just got to do this at a real school. Cause they were either tearing it down or renovating it. I can't remember what it was, but oh they, God. they definitely got full permission to do whatever they wanted to that school. And they're like, can we drive this bus through it? And they're like, you can have that bus. We'll give you the bus. Yeah. Like it's, put a fucking apocalypse cage on the front of it. And like, you're good to go. It's (laughs) the movie's so confusing in that way. I mean, it's delightfully so or whatever, but like it feels low budget, right? Cause it probably was to some degree, but then you have these (laughs) things that happen where you're like, I, you couldn't do that now. Like, I don't know how you would, you know what I mean? Like just shooting a car off a bridge into the ocean. Yeah exploding everything and like just fireballs in a school like with motorcycles. it's crazy yeah they blow uh, up a whole person in a school that's uh i guess yeah. yeah so at this point it's escalated to the max like yeah. he, now a child has died and Stacey keach's character dr forrester just gets harder and harder every time this happens he's like they're fully aware now it's like what do you mean mm-hmm. it's like the line between man and machine has been melded his people are like mm-hmm. dude what are you talking about this is just military programming they're reverting to and he's right they're all correct and they're all like saying what we're thinking and stacy keys is just like no no you don't understand this is perfect this is what we want and so that's right. why what i meant earlier why when i said i don't it's not clear what he wants like uh-huh. does he right. want to just murder kids is that his whole because that's then yes it's going well like this is uh-huh. but it seems like he generally wants to get the contract to populate schools with robot teachers but it's just the end game there beyond that just doesn't make any sense he's just excited right. these kids are getting murdered and, yeah it's um, not it's like it's not really a, like, gr- a, 
it's not really a gross business, you know. It's like yeah, all the students. <laughs> what's are your dead, goal? Like to you... murder children? Oh, okay. It, because it's not like you know, in any other movie, you'd be like, okay, we're going to start with teachers, and then maybe one day we'll get that big juicy government contract for military. But he already they they went backwards from there. He already had the government. These were decommissioned combat robots. And so now it's like, right. so we know that's not the end game. He's like, who cares about the kids? Because there's a bigger pie in the sky for me, and it's the government contract. Mm-hmm. We don't do that. They're just, these are like, these are programmed for military conflict. So this is what I feel like the movie did really well. They actually put some thought into who they hired to be the teachers and then what they Uh taught versus like what kind of robot they were. Cause then, you know, long story short, it escalates. Cody sort of uncovers that they're robots and that they're going to, that's why they're killing people and they need to be stopped. The robots start escalating. They want to kill Cody because he knows too much. So they start like, inciting a gang war and you know killing loved ones and, mm-hmm. uh, and so then they re- reveal their true colors the gangs unite because you know him and hector mm-hmm. old friends it's not that hard to convince them that they have a common enemy and i uh, I, I, they, I do love the moment when when they're it's 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 up in the air whether or not they're going to join forces because he's like no mm-hmm. we got to go in and, and get those teachers or whatever and he's like mm-hmm. well if this ends up not working out like then we're still going to fight or something like that. It's so back, funny. Like back on. Wars back on. Yeah. And I it's love like, it too. Yeah, Cause Cody hits him with like, no problem essay. Like he, Cody yeah. hits him with an essay and I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> I know you guys go way back, but that's, that's still not cool. I don't, I don't want, I don't want my white friends calling me essay or, you know, N word. Like that's not ever cool. <laughs> um, but yeah. So they, they have, the showdown comes and they're fighting the team. They, they drive their motorcycles into the school. They're hunting the teachers. Um, I love this little touch. There's a scrolling marquee in the school throughout the whole movie, like drugs kill mm-hmm. and, you know, stay in school. Oh, and then this one says like, welcome to night school. So like the, the robot <laughs> teachers clearly like took a second to reprogram the, the Chiron to. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so then all the teachers start revealing their, their combat mechanics yeah. you know and, and yeah and Greer's the first one and she's got uh flamethrowers she's got a, a gas tanks in her chest she rips her chest <laughs> open and it's kind of cool because you can see like there's all this machinery exposed like you can see the fuel yeah. tanks and there's also like just a light layer of her human flesh you get some nipple in there too like yeah just spread yeah. apart you know, like yeah. under a jacket it's just enough to melt. like yeah, just that's why I probably blow a twelve-year-old's mind for something. Yeah, exactly. Like, ooh, I saw the titty. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but then there's a really cool effect where her hand melts off and it reveals like a flamethrower nozzle. So, oh yeah, that, that's I, extremely like, cool. The, the practical stuff here starts to like really shine, and uh, so, Absolutely. but I like that. So it's like here's what I was just trying to uh, I was building yeah. up to earlier when I I like what the writers did because yeah, so she's the chemist teacher she's got this like you know she's throws a ignitable uh flammable chemical that's her whole right. thing and then you got the, uh, the gym teachers clearly like frontline artillery you know he's the meathead so he's got like a a, a rocket launcher for an arm and then the uh-huh. the history professor is like sort of like the mind he's always the one yeah. that's like strategy for them when they're trying to game plan and stuff and so he's got this like doom claw that fucking drills a hole into your brain like so it's uh-huh. like they, they put a little bit of thought into like thematically tying like what kind of robots they were with like what they what kind of teachers they were supposed right. to be. And I appreciated that little detail. They didn't have to do that. And they did. So that's they went Man, a little above that. The that claw is so cool. 
Um, oh, my oh yeah, so, so he has this big, like, kind of uh, Doc Ock, like, on steroids claw. Clamperer, yeah, and, like a three-pronged clamp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a tripod or something. But he, like, he grabs onto <laughs> this kid's head and then starts a little phantasm drill, you know, yeah. in the center of it. And then what's the, what does he say? Like, I like to mold. I minds. love to mold young minds. <laughs> this movie is full of educational one-liners. I tried to like go and like record them all, but there was just too many of them. Like, yeah, when he yeah. kills when he kills the PE teacher, he goes, "Have a nice stretch, coach." And you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure I couldn't find it, but I, if I went back yeah. and just rewatched, I know that a mind is a terrible thing to waste. It's got to be in there. Yeah, or um, or your history, or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, you said that about Pam Greer, so she gets like taken out by her own uh, flammable tanks. You know, he, he Cody runs into the science lab and, and turns on all the gas nozzles and and lures her in oh, there, yeah. and then she explodes. And he's just like that teacher really blew or something like that. He, yeah, or like I guess I didn't fire it up, course or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess I didn't pass that class. <laughs> um, which you know, he, which is you know, same director went on to do, uh, you know, he Commando, did Commando, which is just like, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. I think he did it before, so he's like, you know what, really? Oh, the, interesting. He's, yeah, all the lessons from Commando. He's like, you know what made Commando really work though? The fucking yeah. one-liners. That's that's where the magic really is. So we got to make sure we get as many as possible in here. All education puns. Um, <laughs> There's so many good lines. I'm looking here. I'm like, like. Uh, Cody's on his motorcycle and the girl's behind him and he's like, reach down the back of my pants. And she goes, what? And he goes, come yeah. on, live dangerously. Yeah. Live dangerously. This is, so this is a great outdated yeah. thing that is funny in a movie about the future. It's the teacher's like directory and it's like a hard copy, like spiral bound. Mm -hmm. This thing used to exist. Like schools used to have this, like the school directory was a, my mom worked for the school district. So every year you'd get the updated one. It was like a, just a huge address book. That had mm -hmm. every teacher and, and and faculty person's name. In oh there. right, yeah, yeah. But like, you if in the future, they, if there were robots that could pass as humans, there wouldn't be a fucking a pad <laughs> with the teacher's phone right. numbers on it. Like, <laughs> right, that would be weird. That's, yeah. I also love how the gangs just keep calling each other on their landlines. They're like, "Meet me at the fucking yeah. school, bro." And he's like, "Who is this?" <laughs> like, they're just calling each other on the phone. They're all just sitting around waiting for the phone to ring. It's my favorite part. Yeah. Yeah, that was Cody. It was like, wait, your nemesis? Like that? He just has your phone number? <laughs> or yeah, they 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 go to like Pam Greer's condo or whatever. Uh -huh. You know, because that's 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 what you want in a sci-fi action movie. Is like a <laughs> the condo scene <laughs> <laughs> like a shared living situation but like yeah they go that that's the weird that's like the weirdest scene because like they go in and he looks and there's like these chairs next to um these tanks like of some sort tanks or something. yeah but the tanks are huge compared to the chair so i i thought the chairs were tiny i don't know like i couldn't there's like a weird <laughs> optical perspective like, didn't make sense yeah yeah i had to go back and like what's going on and then yeah then like all of their so silly like all their their refrigerators just full of like wd-40 and stuff i love that it was just wd-40 it's like really yeah. these fucking highly advanced combat droids that pass as humans you, they need the same shit that my door hinge needs like that's <laughs> yeah that seems like short-sighted it's like it's like what it's like what it's like one of my kids if he was writing a movie like i don't know what does a robot eat like i don't know 
oil and batteries yeah, you, or something. You know? oil. <laughs> batteries then, is for dessert. <laughs> Cody has a good one-liner there, too. He's like, got to keep out those pesky squeaks. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. <laughs> and then they go, like, they go upstairs, and he's furiously hunting for, I guess he's hunting for, like, evidence. Clue that, yeah. yeah, evidence, yeah. Yeah, because uh, what, like, what the English teacher killed his friend and kept his crucifix. So they're looking for the, if he yeah. finds the crucifix, it's, the jig is up. Yeah. But like the room is em- like empty. It's just an empty room. Like it's just like a not, like no one lives there. But there's like two boxes and like one jacket and whatever. <laughs> and, and, but like the, the writing is as if it's like a normal ish place, but it's just slightly off. But it's just like it's yeah. empty. So she's like, yeah. I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm a woman, you know, I'll tell you, like, from a woman's perspective, like, usually women have stuff in their house. It's like, no, yeah. all humans do that. Or she had always yeah. a bra, like, hey, look it's at bra. this bra. I think she's you like, know. she needs to have, she's like, just a bra? Like, what, what like, what, where's the yeah. rest of her stuff? Like, it's, yeah. Um, she's, no, but it's she's kind like, of funny. Women usually have matching panties and they like yeah. to binge, is what she said. Like, what? <laughs> women like to shop that's what they wanted to say but that you could tell in the moment they were like yeah. we we shouldn't just say exactly that we <laughs> women should like, be shopping a little bit um, robot women be, women shopping. be shopping robots too yeah. you know but I I, mm-hmm. I I do understand the movie was trying to establish that the robots lived super minimally and that that was weird to find out that they didn't own anything because they're yeah. just robots but these robots still do change outfits every day like every time we see them they're mm-hmm. wearing something different so yeah. that it makes sense that the the house was empty because even if they didn't need to sleep in beds or whatever, they still have would have a full wardrobe and you know. But why? But why whatever. have them live in a house? Why? Like, can't they just right? Like, just put in a garage or something? Yeah, the fact right. they have a condo <laughs> is so fucking funny. Yeah, like where's the, the kitchen? The military and, yeah. compound. Yeah, if all they need is a chair and a and a tank of helium. Like, <laughs> it would literally be literally way anywhere. Why are you paying way rent cooler a robot to live in a, in a nice part of town? You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny, but I do love, I do love a good, I do love a good like teacher with superpowers movie or whatever. Like it, yeah. it started to remind me of the faculty a bit. Like I kind of mm-hmm. got excited about it. Like, cause there's a moment like when one of the teachers, like the PE teacher, like it's obviously kind of like a stunt guy, but he like jumps off the, you know, second floor balcony and there was yeah. a part of me that was like, oh man, that would be I, I want to see a cool teachers gone bad, you know, movie. Because ha- there hasn't yeah. been one in a while. Or maybe there hasn't. And I guess it might have been, been the last one. Yeah, that's yeah. It's, it's a tough time, you know. It's like making any movie about a school is always gonna be like even just doing this yeah, podcast is gonna be it's kind of a little bit of Yeah, movie. I mean I guess we could a couple I'm things are dance weird. Right yeah. What's that? Well, I mean, so yeah, so the 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 elephant in the room, I guess, is just you know the constant spate of school violence that keeps happening. Yeah, um, it's just like it, we yeah, that's why this one way this movie kind of didn't age well because this movie is just like, well, all teenagers are hooligans and they're they're mm-hmm. ruining the school, and then you get today and you're like, no, it's actually kind of like politics yeah. is ruining school. <laughs> like, if right. it's not like if it's not threats from like outside violence, then it's threats from like defunding like curriculum changes that are based in like Christianity, like all kinds of just like, it's not gangs that are ruining school right now. Basically it's uh, it's that, that never came to pass. 
Yeah, but it's, uh, I mean, and clearly this is proof that like um, more guns uh, is the solution because yeah, exactly. <laughs> having everyone they have guns is awesome. They're robot teachers without their guns. Yeah, and their Uzis. There was one wardrobe change I wanted to talk about before I forget. Oh yeah, we yeah. Let's do that. Love. Let's do that. There's so the day this this goes back a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. When the principal's daughter gets assaulted, and then Cody gets disciplined. So this is the same day. He gets disciplined, then he goes to gym class, and he watches the gym teacher kill his friend. And then mm -hmm. after that happens, he runs into the principal's daughter again, and she's like, "What happened to you?" She's wearing like this fortune teller outfit all of a sudden she's got like a oh, full-blown right. turban on and like beads coming off yeah. of her dress and, I'm, and i had to stop and i'm like wait that was the same day right like she did this like not only a an outfit change but an absurd outfit change like why is she dressed like a fortune teller all she's dressed like a zoltar yeah. <laughs> like in the middle of the day she's just, like maybe she's she went to gym the class gang change. yeah yeah that's her gang she's she's with the the fortune 500 gang or something like that i feel bad for her because anytime anyone ever refers to her ever they have to include the fact that her dad's the principal yeah like, she can't it's go. always like she's she's uh, Who, she's who's played by malcolm mcdowell which is which is weird which is oh yeah her dad is malcolm mcdowell who again like you were talking about with pam doesn't really have much to do we've yeah. seen what malcolm mcdowell can do he's fucking incredible and he's just kind of this like put upon principal that's being taken advantage of by Stacy Keach's evil albino and like, yeah. Um, and he kind of, and he sort of, he has this American accent that just like, it doesn't, it's unsuccessful. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, yeah. it's, it sounds like kind of a, like a, he sounds like Catherine Hepburn or something. It's like a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the transcontinental kind of like, um, it's, it's funny that there's one I'm character the that has like, yeah, right. There's one character that has that has like this an eyelashes situation that I feel like had to have been a nod to uh, Clockwork. Oh yeah, that was Hector. He had like the the painted on yeah. Clockwork Orange style eyelashes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good. I mean, it is. I mean, it's point. it's funny because for a movie that's so dumb, like there's obviously intelligence behind the making of it because like that's a that's a nice touch to have the guy from the ultra violence, you know, kids do an ultra violence movie. Yeah. Uh, now I wonder if Malcolm's like, that's, he's like, you know yeah. what gangs did back in my day? They wore pretty <laughs> eyelashes. <laughs> and they went to the milk bar. Stacey no, Stacy like, Keach drinks milk. milk. That's what milk, oh, you said. Yeah, I think yeah. <laughs> Stacy Keach is drinking a glass of milk right in front of his face. He's like, I bet you want some of this milk. Don't you? <laughs> yeah. Right. I wonder if this character, Malcolm McDowell's character, is actually supposed to be a grown-up uh, version of the, his character from Clockwork Orange. He's like, I, I, no, please yeah. don't drink the milk in front of my face. I, you know that I've been reformed. <laughs> don't play uh, Victor Vaughn. <laughs> oh, whatever the song was. Yeah. Yeah. Beethoven. Yeah. Victor Von Beethoven. Uh, Victor Von, is that his name? No. What's his What's his What's his oh, face? Ludwig. You're Ludwig. Frankenstein. Yeah, Victor. That's yeah. right. Well, that's that's my uh, roller derby. Ludwig Von uh, Frankenstein. Ludwig <laughs> Von. That's pretty funny though. There's like several Clockwork Orange references now. That's uh, yeah. I don't know what Stacy Keach was going for. Was it like everything? He everything he did involved something white because he's like eating the banana, drinking yeah. the milk, like. His, is that white his, eyes yeah yeah I, again 
all of this, from what I understand, by him, like he's like, I brought some contacts, I'm going to wear them. Like, <laughs> you can't. Stop I feel me. like, um, oh, real quick, there's, there's a, one other line, there's a line that I wanted to throw out that just is amazing. Oh, yeah. That I, I had a note, uh, where Hector somebody says, Do you trust him? and he says, Like, I trust a vampire to give me a blowjob. <laughs> but I watched I it on Tubi, yeah, yeah, I watched it on Tubi, so like. Then it went to commercial, but then when it came back from commercial, uh-huh. it repeated that line. I was like, "Man, Tubi, oh, perfect! You got my, God. you got my heart, yeah. Tubi." <laughs> they Tubi gets it. <laughs> I love you. I, I actually <laughs> watched it on Firefox, which uh, has a native ad blocker, so it just it pauses oh. when the, it tries to push ads through, but then it just skips right over them. So, pro I tip, like it. I gotta check. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like to. I get. I, I get check my phone. It's like it's like a little treat, you know. I get yeah. check my phone. Make some AI. Oh, you like the, uh... a, I like the breaks. I like, well, cause it's like, it's because okay. normally I, yeah. I mean, you know, you, you do you audience, but I like to, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll put in some AI art prompts and then, uh, it's an intermission down. for you. Yeah. And then that is a good, I, uh, I, I, I meant, to, I meant to talk about this earlier. Like I am just, I've just completely had it with AI art, but you're like, you're yeah. one of the only people whose AI art I still enjoy and appreciate. <laughs> you got like some good prompts. I think your, your series of like Quentin Tarantino working in a shoe store, if he never made it as oh, a director, yeah. where he's yeah. just like silently pondering each shoe as like, that's some good <laughs> shit. That's a good use of like of the technology to like create yeah. something, you know, like a parallel universe worth of stuff, you know, that's. Yeah. I, I see other guys, they're like, the... I created another demon. And it's like, all right, right. like. How many more fucking like pinhead ripoffs can we can we come up with here? Like, right. Um, and you're like, here's Brad yeah. as a homeless man. <laughs> yeah. How many how many Putins uh, as Ronald McDonald or whatever? You know. Um, yeah. If you don't yeah, check out I, Josh's, at least follow him on Instagram and. and oh yeah, best it. Josh Forbes. That's me. Um, <laughs> it is. It is. A, it is a good time. I feel like AI are. It's you know. It's. I don't know how long it'll be until I think it's already passe kind of like yeah. it went from, look, I can generate whatever image I want to like probably the excitement level of somebody was like, Oh, I Googled movie times and it popped up. You're like, yeah, yeah. that's how that works. Um, it's wild how quickly we, uh, we get annoyed and bored with like, yeah, that's kind of why I wasn't worried about it. There was a big debate around like the danger of it. I'm just like, once I saw that there was sort of one vibe from it, I, 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 my Instagram, oh, sure. when, yeah, when I went to like the search, the suggestion page, like you go to the search page and it just shows you a, yeah. a whole like wall of stuff. It was all AIR. I could tell right away that it was AIR just because of the, oh, sure. the, the yeah. style of it. I was like, well, that's just, you know, we're, we're a different style. Yeah it's overkill on that style. Now we need something like visually a different for now. I mean, it's all, it, all that stuff. I mean, it ties, it ties in with the movie in terms of like, uh, robots, uh, going beyond their Can programming or whatever, teachers? but like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's, I mean, Move. I, yeah, like, this, it's kind of a whole other topic, but like, I've been, I've been diving into this stuff and it's, uh, it's, it's going to get real interesting, real soon. Yeah. Like it's, it's here. The robots are. Yeah, I'll just. I'll, I, I, I trust Mid Journey uh, as much as I would trust a vampire giving me a robot. Let's just say that. <laughs>